slums in India have become new stopping off points on the tourist trail as visitors seek to learn about the country's uh, poverty-stricken and is going to be delivering a lecture entitled Slum Tourism. How can we benefit out of it? I'm also interested in that. So Dr. Um, Fabian Frenzel is going to be up next to talk to us more about that and the lecture that is coming at the UJ. This is a public service announcement from the South African Post Office. On 27 January, casual workers from the post office embarked on an unprotected strike in the main mail sorting centers. As a result, there's been a delay in service delivery throughout the country. The executive team of the post office has put measures in place to ensure normal service delivery continues as soon as possible and would like to apologize for any inconvenience caused. For any queries, please contact the post office on 0860-111-502 or send an email to social media at postoffice.co.za. <laughs> Listening to Lawrence Cavani on Power 98.7. Now, now, we're talking. Dr. Fabian Frenzel, good evening. Welcome to Power Perspective. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm well, and how are you? Lecturer at the University of Leicester. You've been uh, working on this research. Tell us about it. Working on this research on slum tourism. Where has it taken you to in the world? Oh, it, um, my interest started uh, when I was um, visiting uh, Nairobi in Kenya in mm-hmm. 2007. Um, and uh, there was a big conference there, uh, World Social Forum, 20,000 people coming together, and a huge interest. And uh, there were social activists, there were like NGO people and so forth. Mm-hmm. Huge activists and a uh, huge, huge interest among the people there to visit Kibera, which is uh, mm-hmm. the largest ones uh, in Africa, I suppose, and very famous or infamous through uh, films and media, and people really wanted to see it. Mm. Uh, I'm going to ask you to speak up a little bit. We we, we battling to hear you this side, yeah. Oh, I'm very sorry. Yeah, better, yeah. This is in Kenya, yes. Yes, so there's this big conference there, social activists, NGO people, and Mm. they all venturing out to the slums of Kibera, Mm. and I just found it uh, very interesting that there was this, uh, there was this real tourist feel to it. You know, these people were like, uh, like mm. political activists, um, but still um, coming in groups and looking around. And um, and so I, I was interested in, um, in this phenomenon. What is, what is this phenomenon? What makes these places so interesting to visit? It? And and I started looking. I found out it's not a new phenomenon. You know, it goes back to the 19th century. Um, people visiting slums in uh, in uh, New York. Mm. Um, in uh, in in uh, in search for yeah, in search for what? That was my next question. You know, what what motivates people to go there? Mm. Okay. Mm. So, did you go to to other slums in the world, in India, in uh, Brazil, or you just uh, that, you know did background to, to research on it to find out how? Oh, long yes. I mean, I I, uh, I had the chance to um, to then uh, visit Rio de Janeiro, where. Um, uh, since 1992, um, the favelas have uh, become part very, very much of uh, the, the tourist itinerary of the city, and um, um, and did some research there. More recently, I had a chance to go to India for the first time and visited Mumbai, and there's uh, a bit more recently a similar phenomenon happening there in Dharavi, which is a mm. very large one in uh, Mumbai. 
This interest in investing in the slums, is it from a particular tourist market of people coming from a certain place in the world, or this is just uh, interest from any other tourist, it doesn't matter where you come from? Mm. It's generally um, uh, very diverse. Uh-huh. I mean, we, we look at um, we look at different groups of people. I mean, the most visible ones tend to be the international tourists who mm. come uh, mostly from uh, from uh, Western countries and do these trips. But of course, there's, there's plenty uh, plenty of other um, uh, people visiting and um, and different reasons to go. You know, you have to look at the different reasons as well why people are going. Mm. Um, among the main international tourism cohort, you find all sorts of different tourists. And it's yeah. often at the beginning that there's a more like uh, maybe uh, more um, like backpacker tourists or people who are like uh, out for a bit more sort of a different thing. And then as the as the thing becomes more normal, more and more people coming in from Mumbai, for example, you have cruise ships mm. who stop uh, in Mumbai and they can. They can make that part of the itinerary in Mumbai. Yeah. What do these stories tell you? What is it that fascinates them about uh, about the slums? I think the slums have a very particular. You know, uh, we have ideas about them. Right? They're connected to uh, poverty, certainly, and that's what most of the people expect uh, to see. Um, they connected sometimes connected to notions of crime, it's particularly important in Brazil. Um, and uh, gangs and uh, associations of that. Um, there's several other uh, sort of um, ideas around them that n- normally are quite negative, and yet at the same time they uh, seem to exert a certain attraction on the visiting tourist in the sense that uh, it's something unusual, it's something uh, that you, you certainly um, have, uh, you know, have the ability later of saying, look, I've done this, and other people will probably be surprised. Mm. So, you know, it gives this attraction. And generally, um, I think there's a good sense amongst many people that, like, the, 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 the things we generally know about slums, all the bad news, as it were, and the and uh, now the stigma is maybe not the whole story. So mm. this is there's a good amount of curiosity of how these places actually mm. function, what's going on in there. Is it really all that bad? And there's this curiosity that's very important as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, just uh, the wanting to feel, um, you know, play a risky role and saying that you know I managed to survive this. I've been in the hood. Yeah, I know what it's I mean. Or, or do they feel privileged? To say that uh, you know now I can count my blessings. There are people who are mm-hmm. down and out, and you know I can travel and feel privileged that I can, I can afford this. Does, does, there, it, does it boost their ego? It, there is this element cannot deny it. I mean, it's an it's an it's a clear element there of this as well. For it, you know, I think for everybody there's a little bit of it, and for some people it's more, for some it's, 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 it's more. But this is this is an element in it. You go. Um, and it's you know it's partly uh, you can partly see it through uh, of a sort of uh, post-colonial imaginary as well of constructing you know the other that allows you to define yourself um, uh, and um, to, to see it in there. Um, but also yes, of course, this this notion of adventure, this notion of like, what I've gone through mm-hmm. here. These are not necessarily uh, you know the most um, I'd say positive most positive things sides of, of, of the motivation but if you look at them honestly you have to, to, to acknowledge that as part of it mm. but what I always like to add is that there's also 
several and many many people as well who do these out of genuine curiosity mm. often with the idea of maybe to help or support mm. or mm. learn and understand mm. What, what, what about the people who live in these slums? How, how do they feel about tourists coming to, to, to their areas? Are they happy and welcoming? Mm, you, you see, um, interestingly, for example, where the, the places where we have uh, evidence for that, several uh, colleagues of mine are working in different locations in Brazil, for example, is generally a, a, a very welcoming uh, attitude by the residents. They're happy to see, to see people coming in, particularly international tourists. Similar in India, you get a, a um, you know generally positive feeling. I've experienced quite the same here actually mm-hmm. in various places I went to. That's something that's very interesting. Often in contrast with um, what you would expect, you know, if, if this uh, this was really like a like a purely voyeurist or somewhat cynical exercise, then you'd probably not. Mm. This kind of feedback, you know, there, there must be something else in there. This is what I was found really interesting. Mm. What, what about here at home? Have you been able to tour around, look at the townships, squatter camps, and uh, how's the interest like of the tourists here in South Africa? Well, South Africa is in many ways a very specific uh, uh, situation. First of all, I mean, townships are um, historically they developed in a very different way than um, um, than the um, than the favelas in Brazil or the slums in India. In the sense that they are a product of a particular policy at a particular historical period, in a perfect period. Um, underlying structural issues are similar. There's general rules of urban migration, it's the need of labor power in the city, and some, um, some attempt to keep, uh, keep the, the, the labor um, at a distance. Um, with the end of apartheid, or I should, I should say, in the scope, then the townships, of course, play this crucial role mm. of uh, mobilizing, of um, you know, mobilizing resistance and pictures of it, or epitomizing that, but uh, but also other uh, townships, and that still is the main focus of many of the tours. They go and look at you know these histories of of, uh, of the struggle, the history of um, of the uprising, and um, and final the you know the, the success in overcoming apartheid. Mm, mm. Beautiful. Hey, I'm yeah. talking to uh, Dr. Fabian uh, Frenzel, lecturer at the University of Leicester, done a research on uh, slum tourism. He's going to be, at, uh, at, you know, uh, doing a lecture entitled Slum Tourism at uh, UJ. He'll give us details of that, uh, from uh, Rio, Favalas, Township Tourism, to uh, India, all around the world. I take it that it's big business. Who benefits out of it, uh, and uh, you know how is it run? Yeah, it's big business. It's not so big business. I mean, it's uh, we're looking at uh, you know uh, the numbers of it. I mean, it, it, it does provide an income for uh, several people in townships to some extent. It does, and you know, there's some some money that goes to to agencies that are not actually placed in the townships, uh, mm-hmm. but maybe or in or in Savela, so. so there, there is this issue. Overall, um, um, I've, uh, I've sort of looked a little bit at the figures in, in Brazil, and um, it, it is overall not that much. If we can, if we, if we asking, is this, is this, is favela tourism, is tourism in slums, uh, could that help 
significant amount of people in those neighborhoods to, you know, become rich or to become uh, rich uh, at least or move from out of poverty. It's just not big enough for that. So we should not have illusions about this. You know, it's like a, the, the, the tours, the way they organize the uh, three, four hour tours, um, it, sometimes you have hospitality, something you find in, mm. uh, in, in Soweto as well, like that breakfast and backpackers. That, uh, that adds, of course, a little bit of, of revenue. But overall, I think, um, um, the, um, the overall impact of this phenomenon is stronger in the sort of uh, symbolic economy and the question of like how do we see these places, you know, how do we understand them. Um, but yes, I mean, uh, it is a question as well in the more narrow terms of the economic terms of like who actually benefits and where does the money go, no doubt. Mm. So, so what's the thrust of your lecture? Uh, the, as uh, you know, you're giving us uh, this uh, story about slum. Uh, uh um, to get inspiration as well for for the other locations. But in my in my uh, in my lecture, I'll start off uh, talking uh, a lot about um, the way that tourists take part in creating uh, the image of places, mm. and tourists are are involved in in. Um, you know, uh, in this communication, this process of communication, and um, often you have a in a in a locality, and in Brazil it's particularly poignant. In a locality, you have a certain understanding of what a place is and how valuable a place is and how valuable another place is. Yeah, so in the in the classic constellation in in Brazil, a favela is a place that is not only characterized by um, disadvantage and poverty, uh, relative poverty and so forth, but it also has a very bad reputation. So that people, when they, they, you know, people might be actually quite rich and when they come from the favela, they still face a certain amount of discrimination. They still can say that when they try to job that they are, where they live and so forth. Mm-hmm. Now, tourists are ignorant to that particular constellation, ignorant or they don't, you know, they're not obliged to this, so they tend to disrupt this, and and that's a positive potential there of like uh, transforming uh, rigid um, understandings of you know spatial um, discrimination stigma to places that certainly been the case in um, in uh, Brazil. Because what is you know what's the problem with the stigma? Of course, it um, what it leads to is invisibility. So, um, uh, so one of the key things it's very, very uh, vividly described in the fact that, for example, um, for for a long time on, on maps of Rio de Janeiro, you just couldn't wouldn't find the favelas. They weren't there. Mm. You know, they weren't written on it. So it's a very clear sign that, of course, it's reflected in policy. So when uh, the, the city council thinks about you know building schools and improving roads and that sort, that these areas don't get the same attention. Mm. Um, in this in this invisibility, tourism, tourism's potential to create more visibility becomes politically very interesting yeah. because it, it sets a focus on this, and it has definitely happened. Mm-hmm. Now, how does how does this apply to South Africa? Does it apply to South Africa in a similar way? It's one of the questions I wanted to wanted to know. Oh, beautiful! So what is this yeah. lecture, uh, 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 Doc? When is it happening? Um, it's at one o'clock on 